1: everybody I'm Lori Handlers and you're listening to an episode of Sex and Happiness and I have on today one of my favorite people in the whole world Dr. Martha Tara Lee and Martha and I go way back I don't know when we met like a ridiculous amount of years ago She, let me tell you about her and then I'm going to bring her in so she has her PhD in sexology she lives in Singapore she's published A plethora of books. She could probably hold up like this, a deck of cards, all the books that she's written. (laughs) She has traveled the world uh, to bring to you her flair and her slant of, uh, of tantra and sexuality. And she studied with me once. And so we know each other well. When I say we know each other well. And I have visited her in Singapore and hung out with her. india and singapore and the philippines and she is she's a brilliant woman who in some ways may be ahead of her time because today what we're going to speak about is her new creation and i'm going to let her tell you about that so without further ado i bring to you martha tara lee
0: thank you thank you very much (laughs) thanks for doing this
1: you're welcome. Did I leave anything out that's
0: like critical? I know how many books. You? How many books? You? Yeah. So I have four books, and four books. one of them is actually banned in Singapore. <laughs> it's banned book. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm not allowed to show or sell it in Singapore. Uh, it's a Asian Valva photo book, and it's not even available on Amazon because Amazon thinks that. We must have violated some copyright rule Uh, But we we send them the model release forms And Amazon is just not interested in this book Wow, that's so weird I know So then I have this like baby That's like a lost child
1: (laughs) Well, let's see what we can do about that. Maybe if we brainstorm, maybe something needs to happen, like it needs to be renamed or something. But that's not what we're going to talk about today. It's amazing, though, that you have four books. And also, I didn't say you, that you uh, have a private practice. You deal with issues about sexuality on the island of Singapore, in the city of Singapore. And um, and that's not so easy, because it's a very, very conservative place. and uh, and in your culture, in Chinese culture, that, that people don't talk about this stuff. And that's precisely why you've created something that we are going to talk about today. So you created the first Asian fe- uh, sexuality festival, Tantra Festival. What, how, how would you call it? What would you label it?
0: Uh, yes, it's, it's very much a sexuality festival. All the presenters are Asians and uh, the target are Asians. Um, however, of course, it's open to anybody who feels that they can benefit from this festival. Uh, what I've done is I've included uh, top practitioners, my colleagues who are in US and Canada who are Asian practitioners. So they will be able to provide the piece of the intellectual bit Around sexuality So one of them is healing after an affair Another one is on a Desire discrepancy And I don't want to assume What people know So I'm also starting the festival With a session on understanding Sex and sexuality So I, I Want to ease people into So called The basics of sex What everybody has around commonly asked questions and easing them into uh, being more comfortable with answering those commonly asked questions like what's an open relationship? What's BDSM? How do I begin to do it? Uh, everybody knows about stripping, but how do I do this for my partner? So we have different presenters uh, bringing different aspects, including, um, including stripping on uh, dance. So with uh, the platform of Zoom, what has happened is It's allowed everybody to connect From their homes You don't have to worry about uh, Now I don't have to worry about The cost of venue and food Which always right. comes with the venue And uh, space constraints So I'm uh, so happy that With this uh, coronavirus uh, epidemic That everybody's now more comfortable Using technology and uh, through this uh, three months, I have been part of four uh, sexuality festival, including the one we were in together. So yeah. it's, 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 it's really an honor that I'm getting an opportunities that I wouldn't have gotten if not for the lockdown. And also, I look at my colleagues and went, well, they're doing amazing things. What am I doing? And so that's how the idea started to emerge. If I did something, it would have to be Asian sexuality festival because that's where my heart is I'm an Asian myself and I've struggled and and for most of these festivals I am I'm the only Asian as, except for right. one world there were two <laughs> in one
1: world festival there were two Asians yeah as far as I know oh the, the woman from Hawaii yeah we are, right yeah yeah Ria Yoshida. Oh, she's from, She lives in uh, San Diego now, but she's a she's a New Yorker.
0: <laughs> yeah. So Asian, yeah. Asian americans but There was
1: another. There was another woman from
0: Hawaii, Aya. A woman
1: okay. Named Aya. Yeah. So she too. She was on the One World Festival.
0: That's cool. Yeah, because yeah. you know that festival had a hundred presenters, and I think they ran like twenty-four hours for seven days.
1: Yeah, twenty-four hours a day, seven days. I had four presentations in that festival and it was just like, oh my God. And the thing, I'm just going to say this. I'm going to say it to you because I'm sure you'll know this, but I know that other people won't know this. After presenting to the screen like this, and there's like 100 people or 200 or however many, I had like 20 and I had 300. And then I just, one of the one presentations I made was like 11 o'clock at night. And then I, afterwards, I'm just like, I'm so wired and there's no physical people here. There's nothing, there's no one to talk to. There's nobody to have a glass of wine with, nothing. And I was just like this, you know, <laughs> <laughs> because it is very different being a presenter on a screen from being a presenter in a live, in a live thing. But the thing is what you're mentioning and what is so true our reach like the fact that you were invited and you got the opportunities that you're talking about the reach is global that this thing that this crazy COVID thing is providing global reach in a way that we never had before none of us
0: yeah it's so, it's, it's it's literally time and space collapsing yes because we are in different time zones, and then they get the recording as well, and then we get to use it. So time time is also being distorted. So <laughs> this is like going into the real, I don't know, matrix. <laughs> <laughs> I think
1: so. I think it is. I, I really so, like it. So let's talk more about this festival. I love the topics that you're bringing up. I, I guess I want to say this to you too, what I found out from being in the festivals that I was in so far It's attracting a very beginner population, like people who would never, ever come to something you did or I did, like in a yoga studio or in a tent or wherever we would do the things we would do. Um, And you and I have been together in some of those places. Um, Some of the people that it's reaching through the technology of it, they would never come. They would never have come they would never come out of their house they would never they would be too afraid or too embarrassed or too afraid someone would recognize them or you know they'd be seen and they came a lot of people that you know one of the rules of one of the festivals was they had to put themselves on screen for the beginning so that the tech people could check them in and then they would just turn their screen off and they could just stay like that with no name. And you know what? I didn't care. I real, I didn't care at all. They could have participated as much as or as little as they wanted. So I think that's what you're going to have in your festival. Tell us the name yes. of it. So we're going to say the name of it.
0: <laughs> Ten times. Okay. So it's called Sugar and Spice. Because uh, spice is a huge part of our Asian culture. And who wouldn't like a little bit of sugar? <laughs> so yeah, yes, Sugar, sugar and Spice. It. So there are really two kind of tracks going on. There's the very, very basic, uh, I'm going to say vanilla level. And then there's the more spicy part of what people are so afraid to venture into, let's say kink. And I have different panels. I uh, 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 I have a sex worker. A panel <laughs> So that's quite That's quite pushing it So there are four people On the sex worker panel I have a panel On sex power Sex money and power that's And crazy. I have uh, I have a yellow panel I have a yellow fever panel <laughs> So yellow <laughs> fever Is not a disease uh, It's actually when people Are They have an Asian fetish <laughs> So yes I, I I have the topics That I would Love to Have everybody start to have a flavor and understanding of themselves or of Asians. And of course, it's much more than that. Uh, what, what, uh, uh, so coming back to the virtual, uh, during this time, I, I actually did four online sessions for people with uh, breast cancer. So I, I, I am a locum sex educator with Singapore Cancer Society. So I see clients uh, face-to-face and they also asked me to run virtual workshops during this time. So what I found was like never before I was I was able to get questions that people would be too afraid to ask me in person. Like I was getting like 10, 20 questions. Whereas if I did a live session, I would get one or two. <laughs> so it's like 10 times more questions than I would usually. People were able to change their names, take themselves off camera and private message me. And I I just love love it so much that I was able to really get a a better sense of the room than ever before. And so this is what I, I can see the potential of this festival, uh, people being able to showcase themselves and their work and actually being able to get more clients and uh, people seeking support are able to also find the practitioners who are best for them.
1: It's wonderful. I love the idea. I love the yellow fever panel. I think that's, a, I was going to say that to you earlier, you know, this, you said the festival is for Asians and just anybody. And I thought to myself, yeah, and people who are like have desires to be with Asians, you know, like they can learn something as well. People do have fetishes. People do have that. So I, I like it's great your humor is, um, you know, it's sometimes like you just say it. And you're not laughing, but I know that you have this great sense of humor. And I feel, like we, I, I feel like you infused it into, you know, what you're doing. I love the tracks that you're having. So how long is the festival going to be for? Is it like two days?
0: <laughs> it's two weeks. Oh, two weeks. Yes. So we, 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 we are two weeks. Uh, oh on a week, Every weekday, we're going to have uh, two. And on a weekend, we'll have at least four. So, there oh, are, okay,
1: so you spread it out Instead of doing it the way The other festivals were Yeah. So
0: so if it's, if it's a weekday Then it's just two per day uh, If it's a weekend, there's four uh, All of them are recorded uh, So yeah, we have 40 sessions And we have 30 over presenters So I've uh, chosen people Who are established And people who are not so established And people who are just doing personal sharing as well uh, Doesn't really matter It's a, a, it's a mix of Basically, different people who have something to share and something to teach uh, so that we we see that actually it's Asians. Asians still talk about sex. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm going to give you the bell for that.
0: Yay. <laughs> Asians have sex too. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it used to hurt me a lot that my clients said, Oh, you're the first person that I've ever talked to about sex. I don't even talk about it with my wife. And, and, uh, then, what more? an Asian <laughs> so an Asian talking to an Asian practitioner and saying, "Wow, I thought like this whole thing about sex this is like a white white people thing. <laughs> Asians <laughs> do have sex, but they just don 't see they don 't see Asians talking about sex and embracing it and loving sex, and that 's what I feel will be so healing for for the people attending it."
1: That's super. So, and do you have representation of like every culture of Asian?
0: Yeah. So I have, uh, I have Indians. I have Malays. I I have uh, people. I try. You know, people from uh, Malaysia, from Philippines, from from US, from Canada. So I try. I try to uh, get the diversity. Uh, this being the first time, uh, I I didn't want to push the envelope too far. And I was really just working with the people that I could get And people that I really knew And then it started to spread a bit more So like friends of friends So that started to happen And it was very interesting that actually in Manila They have quite a vibrant uh, king community They are actually much more open about sex and sexuality than Singapore
1: Wow, and you and I were in Manila and we didn't even know that. We just spent our evening in a pizza place.
0: <laughs> yes, yes. It's it's pretty it's pretty huge. They're very polished and uh so I'm very happy to get uh people from Manila as well. And they speak well, you know. Yeah,
1: <laughs> beautiful. I'm real I'm really pleased about this. So we you know, I have some ideas about um spreading the uh the ticket sales and stuff like that i feel like everybody who's part of it should be responsible for selling tickets you know and stuff like that and i also in by by doing this show together i'm hoping that this reaches a bunch of people who you wouldn't ordinarily reach by being on my show and i i'm going to post it to a lot of groups so that you know we'll pick mm-hmm. up some you'll pick up some people along the way I'm just so excited about it. I have to tell you that. Like when you t- you sent me an email to tell me about it and I just went, you're kidding. This is great. Mm-hmm. I don't, like I just have a thing. Like when people are creative and they put together something nobody ever did before, this has have to be nobody ever did this before, live or uh, virtual. But I think virtual is going to act in your favor. I really think that virtual is going to act in your favor because I mm-hmm. think that some people will come who, like I said, who would just never do anything like this.
0: Yes. And and the amazing thing, you wouldn't believe the timing of what, what is happening. Uh, so I was approached by this Indian organization. It's led by students. They are sex-positive students. They want to, of course, spread sex education message. And so they asked me to be part of a panel. And I thought, well, oh, yeah, maybe I should ask them whether they want to help me with my festival, so the organization is sending about 20, 30 volunteers to help me with the festival. So they are providing, of course, <laughs> stereotyping. Yes. So they are providing the tech support for all the sessions. So the, uh, each session will have two uh, tech support. And so we are meeting the volunteers. We're training them. And students being students, so we'll let them come into the festival, we'll let them also get some passes so they can have their friends. So we easily, easily get a hundred people, easily. That's so I don't have to worry about like, you know, can I even you know, it's 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 not nice when you're a presenter and you have no no participants. So at least that part is covered and everything else is just such a blessing. So not only am I with the first festival, able to partner with another organization that believes in the same things that I do, but also reach out to young people. And that's so important because some of the most distorted and repressed people that I've met from Asia actually are Indians themselves. And so working with this Indian organization, I'm just so, so happy, actually, really, really happy because I was so worried about how am I going to pull this off by myself? I'm one person. Yeah. I cannot be in every session trying to do everything. I just cannot.
1: No, of course not. You're going to have to sleep sometimes. But, you know, it's as a presenter in a festival, uh, it's so important to have tech support. I can just tell you that because whatever can go wrong will. Um, I, You know, I've had people get go into the session and get locked out. You know, like they, their internet kicked them off. And then they come back into the waiting room, but because I'm presenting that you can't have, the chat doesn't happen or they're in the waiting room so they can't chat to the tech person. So a lot of things like that happen. I also, um, I had an experience of doing Ladi Han and uh, I figured out how to put the music in after whatever. And then, uh, but I was trying to talk into my microphone, And the music was playing and I found out that that doesn't work. So I found, you know, I learned by trial and error certain things that you can't do and having good tech support makes all the difference in the world. They could tell you like, okay, if you have the music streaming through the system, you can't talk into your microphone. It doesn't silence you, but every time you talk, the music goes lower. So I found out a lot of things and also a lot of people got, in many of the festivals, a lot of people's internet kicked them off and then they had to send a note on Facebook to the tech people to let them back in. So all kinds of things happen. So this is great that you have support. And, uh, and Indian, no, I'm scared. Indian young people are going to be supporting you. No, they're going to read everything. They're going to YouTube every single thing on, on Zoom. They're going to find out everything. And it's good because Indian people need a lot of uh, sex, uh, sex education, Lots, lots and lots.
0: Yeah, with this, okay. um, yeah, you know how like in, in some some of the, um, the, well, not all of India, but some parts of them, they segregate men and women, they don't interact at all. And so there's a lot of um, misconceptions around gender that's being construed as well. Yes,
1: I totally get it. Having spent many, many times, many days in India, I totally get that. I think it's wonderful. All right so let's um let I just want to check yeah let's tell people again so they go to sugarandspice.com uh, sugarandspice.asia oh dot asia okay sugarandspice.asia I will, this will go correct in the in the notes sugarandspice.asia this is for when does it start uh, august.
0: first of august to 15 so 2 weeks august,
1: okay august 1st to the 15th. Two sessions a day during the week, four sessions on weekends, uh, and everything about you ever wanted to know about sex and Asians from the very <laughs> van- <laughs> from the very vanilla, which is like beginner stuff, beginner sex, talking about talking about being able to talk about sex, um, to kink, to Uh, other kinds of, to a panel of sex workers. That's amazing. It's amazing that you got them to say yes. Fabulous. And uh, like, I encourage a lot of people to go to this. I, I don't, it doesn't matter whether you're Asian or not. It matters that there's a lot. Martha is a super creative human being. You have to be to write four books and actually be doing sex therapy practice in Singapore. She had to be super creative to even do that so i think this is worth supporting and going to if you have curiosity please and if you have friends if you have friends who are interested in asians and if you have asian friends you should tell them about this too because maybe they don't talk about it i don't know you know i don't know any last words any parting thing you want to tell people miss sugar and spice
0: Uh, Yes, so yes, even though we have uh, all Asians, uh, like you said, it is open to anybody I think uh, the lack of uh, conversations around sex and sex education is not just for Asians, of course Uh, I have worked with so many people who are uh, very, very, very inhibited around sex So this is really open to anybody And... um, I, I try to make the program have a lot of uh, diversity and variety in the topics. So it's, it's really different from the other festivals that I've been in, like Tantra, or Tantra, you know. So uh, this, is for, this is for men on the street. This is for people, anybody who eats and breathes and has sex. Yeah,
1: or isn't having sex and needs to have sex. Because pleasure is your birthright. And I want to tell you that I just called her Miss Sugar and Spice, but most of the people I know call her Dr. Lee. So you want to know, I mean, we can fool around because we know each other so well, but this is a doctor of sexuality and uh, of sexology. And um, and she put in her time and energy studying. So I, I, with all due respect, Martha, I'm thrilled for you, and um, I'm going to get this message out there to people, and let them know about it. Go to sugarandspice.asia and find out more about this festival. You have two weeks, so don't. I mean, get on it. You, you. If you don't get to every session, it's still going to be taped, and these could be some really interesting sessions, very different from other festivals. So go there. So everybody, thanks for listening to Sex and Happiness and watching Sex and Happiness today. Uh, this is Laurie Hamlers. I am thrilled that you are my my audience. I'm thrilled that you are my guest. And please tune in next week when I will have another amazing guest on Sex and Happiness. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having me. You're welcome.
0: Thank you for joining us today for Sex and Happiness. To learn more about Lori and her work, please go to ButterflyWorkshops.com or follow her on Twitter or Facebook. You can send her an email at sexandhappiness at gmail.com. We'll see you again right here next week for another edition of Sex and Happiness. Oh!